the circle of trust. <laughs> got eyes on your grave. Welcome back to the Key in the Light podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. This is your host, Jake Hookie, speaking live from the international recording studios known as Key in the Lake International Recording Studios in the beautiful neighborhood of Lakeview East in Chicago, Illinois. We have no guest today because that guest abandoned us. We have no host today because that host abandoned us as well. But we do have a co-host today, and that co-host is Callum O'Donnell. Yeah, back second second time back from suspension. Yeah, beautiful. It's our first time recording a podcast together, just us two. <sighs> ages. Yes, since Kobe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. If it has been that long. Sometime probably over the COVID period, we were we tried to have maintain guests. Fire behind beside the fire, the fireplace. I think from. Kobe was after that, wasn't it? I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Who cares? At that point, but we've been doing the podcast now for just over two years, as we celebrate our two-year anniversary um, on the last podcast, and we also celebrate our two anniversary with a giveaway virtual whiskey tasting, which was with, class. Oh, uh, it was with uh, 16, 17 new and old friends, and we just had a wonderful time pouring expressions of Abelauer from Callum's Distillery, Union Horse Distilling Co. from Wilson's Distillery, who is the other co-host of this podcast who couldn't make it today, and uh, Star Ward Whiskey, which is the brand that I represent here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, um, it was a wonderful time. The response has been so great. I'm glad that everybody enjoyed themselves too, which is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think the... And obviously, we're going to discuss this as we go on, but the virtual tasting world has been just exploded, isn't it? It's just exploded in the last year. So it was great to be able to do that. And especially with people that we know that love the podcast, listen to the podcast. Mm. Uh, it's, nice to sh it's nice to send them like a decent activity, the blind tasting, show a little bit of love. Uh, but it was a great, great night. And obviously, I think <laughs> we all ended up a little bit in our cups. So we originally said, yeah, we're going to go for an hour, an hour and a half. Next thing you know, we're two and a half hours in, three hours in, and I was like, maybe time for me to go. Yeah, we uh, ended about four hours deep, and we were all drinking yes. random bookers from across the board, and about 11 o'clock, we realized, ah, that 126 proof to end the night, maybe not the best idea. But it was a great time, and as Callum mentioned, uh, we are going to talk a lot about the virtual whiskey experience that has been taking place and replacing the on-premise uh, during the pandemic and what our brands have been readjusting to become essentially online brands and on visually online representing ourselves and our distillery through various platforms when it comes to Instagram Live, Zoom tastings, Facebook Live tastings, yeah. and whatever you can do to get yourself out there through the internet where anybody can see you at any time, which is a great thing to have. So we actually have a plan today, which is super odd for this podcast. Yeah, the plan is that there's no plan, usually. <laughs> yeah, like, we talked a lot about that on Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone we, was like, who are these guys? <laughs> did we talk about that for a while? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we opened up with just being like, you know, guys, thank you so, so much for following our podcast. We know that we... We know this is a little bit mm. chaotic sometimes, but you know the plan is that there's no plan, and that's why we've had so many great, you know, great conversations. Yeah, kind of to keep it impromptu, and if we can't, I I always feel like if we have a guest on and we can't sit down and speak for an hour, then we shouldn't be having the person on. Yeah, the whole thing is that, and you, listening back, uh, you know, I've been catching up because when I was in the DR, when I was on suspension, mm. I didn't I didn't listen to nearly as many as I usually do, but I'm I'm slowly but surely catching up now, and there's been a couple of absolutely cracking conversations. Uh, I was mentioning to you earlier, one twenty six with um, with Ian Stewart. Yeah, you know from the beer cellar, absolutely cracking conversation. Um, I just started the uh, Jake Segelnik from Gold Eagle. Oh yeah, which is another brilliant one. Uh, or so far it has been, and then also one of my personal favorites from recent recent times, one twenty seven with um, Hosak. Ian Hosak. Ian Hosak, uh, who's just speaks so well, and it's nice because the three of you, you, mm. him and Wilson have all worked together in the past and you kind of have all found your way into the whiskey world and you're all doing your own versions of virtual distance. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I know Ian with his bar and bar experience and bartending experience and background, he's reached out much more on the cocktail level and doing more things um, with cocktails and the platforms and you know, doing Instagram posts, doing Instagram lives, doing events with bartenders where Wilson's really reached out to the online community and investing into smaller group chats and talking about Union Horse in that sense, but American whiskeys that his distillery makes. And I'm just kind of all over the board. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I think, you know, it's so the amount of, like I said today, when we're in the car, you know, since, since October, I've done something like 
you know, like just under a hundred of these. Like right. Literally a smidge under a hundred. Which is my like goal for 2021. It's, it's just, you know, it's madness, man. I it mean, is. it's brilliant because you meet so many different people doing it. And, and there's mm. so many brand new consumers who are like, damn, I, I, I hate, I, I thought I hated whiskey. Yeah. Turns out they love it. Turns out these are the same people that are buying it, you know? Um, yeah. But re- it, I mean, the recap are tasting the other night. I would say majority of the people are podcast listeners uh, or listeners of this podcast. And, uh, but there was definitely a few that had never listened. And you, we, I think you've, we have a personality on this podcast that developed. It's, it's snarky. It's a little bit of like a black humor to it. Um, we like to, you know, uh, take each other out between or underneath the legs and cut each other <laughs> short sometimes. But it's, uh, but it's all about, always about fun. And it's all about whiskey and community. And I think we go, we had an opportunity to bring in, new people to that community that like one of the guys was a tequila drinker and he was like my son-in-law signed me up for this and i happened to win it is that cool and we're like hey absolutely just try our whiskeys and now i've gotten like three responses from that guy alone saying um i want to do this again i will participate in another one and he already has signed up for the second one that we are doing at the end of this month so it's great to see that yeah and i think you know to to go back to the original point that we'd kept talking about was this you know this virtual tastings right Right. and uh, which we did on friday and i think friday is the example of what what i would call nearly a perfect experience for someone that's new to whiskey or for even for someone that's just looking for a whiskey tasting yeah you know and not to and and by perfect i'm not talking about the way that we organized it and it's because of us that it's perfect (laughs) but you know obviously you and I were together down the stairs uh, in the recording, the International Key in the Lake recording studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wilson, obviously, and me and you had really, really good microphones. We had a great setup. Um, and then everybody was on time, more or less. You know, yeah, everybody turned great. up on yeah, time. Yeah. Everybody had their kits. There was no breakages. There was none of that. Two sh- two no-shows out of 20, which is about the typical response. Yeah, I think 10% is yeah. 10, 15, 20% is, is, is probably the highest. Well, not the highest. Actually, I mean, for, give, for a free whiskey tasting, that's pretty good. Ten, I think 10, I was going to say 10% is like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. really good. Really good. Considering we had 20 people sign up. Because we and we only we which, had eighteen people on the call. I think that's as good as you're probably. Which we'll get. get into in a little bit. But we've mm-hmm. done tastings about where you give send out forty kits and half the people show up. Yeah, won't mention any names, but um, we, might, we might later. We might. Later. <laughs> I mean, depends how many ponies I get through. Yeah, I mean, this whole conversation is going to be built around what is a virtual whiskey tasting to us and what is it to the consumers but we have some points out there for you the listeners and the consumers of these brands and maybe even for brand ambassadors and distillery reps and uh you know portfolio reps how we can build a better platform a better online experience for the taster but also how the consumer can um have proper etiquette yeah and i think it's not so one thing that we kind of need to preface this conversation with is that we are not saying that we this isn't us saying that we know how to do it and you know a lot of this is going to be back and forth about what we as brand ambassadors could do better but as a consumer if you're listening as a as a distributor as whoever you might be even as a ba or or a brand specialist or a market manager whatever you are club organizer whiskey club organizer yes that whoever you are that's doing these tastings have a think and (laughs) maybe there's something that you've done or you've seen or you're going through um that you think that you could improve or that we could improve you yeah. know, and mention it to us drop us a line at key in the lake uh, on instagram yeah and uh, like we've been having this ongoing conversation i think as reps probably since october maybe november yeah i mean we weren't doing it as heavy we were all investing into the online platforms early on and if you listen to like episode 112 or something 111 whatever it was uh with uh chris blandner and noah and myself and Callum and wilson and i can't remember who else was down in the basement that night either but it was we're starting to really talk about how the investment of the online the at home premise was really evolving and changing and basically usurping the on the on premise because in so many states so many cities so many large cities the on on premise was completely gone other than outdoor dining and you know a big thing that we we talked about just before the podcast today was how we're seeing so much of this um seeing so much of this waste the cardboard and all this oh, yeah. in, in, in big cities because not only are people just leaving their house less to buy things but right. in some cases it actually cost them less money 
you know, like if you can get a deal on Amazon or online or, or on Drizzly or whatever your online uh, alcohol platform is, you don't need to spend the subway fare. You don't need to spend an hour of your day going out there. You can get it delivered within two hours. Instacart does this stuff within, you know, within within the next two hours. Right. So you know, people are people are choosing to to choose these services instead. And one thing that uh, you know, um, I think was really really interesting was uh, episode uh, one twenty seven with Ian Hosack. You know, you guys really discussed this as well. Mm. You know, the 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 online platform and. Um, the virtual tastings and everything like that, you know, and how and how prevalent it's become, and how for us, like someone like you, Jake, or someone like me, I am. I originally, or once once upon a time before COVID, I was the Chicago brand ambassador. Right. But I, in the last six months, I've spoken to people in Florida, in the last Arizona, six months, the well, last two days. Yeah, exactly. You know, New York, Arizona, Massachusetts, uh, Florida, Georgia, all of these different places, San Francisco, you know, all these different places that before you just wouldn't have had the time to do. Right. Uh, and it's personal one-to-one time, which is great, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're looking for too. It's what we've lost from going to the bar and building a, a brand. So I think we've established, hey, we're on the online platform. What was it before? Let's go back real quick and just um, talk about how for decades people built brands through the bars. You went into a bar, you sat down with bartenders, and you just you developed your brand. You talk about what makes your whiskey, what makes your product unique, what cocktails can we go do it, do with it, how can we put this on a cocktail menu, how can we market it out to our consumers, and will you fit into... Well, first of all, the first question is, will you fit into our bar? And what we're trying to do here as representations of ourselves um, and distribute it out to the community. So you go in there as a brand rep, and you build essentially what whatever is inside of your bottle you take out the best aspects of it and put it on showcase at that bar and that's how you build a brand and then you come back you know one night a, one night a week to that bar and you buy some drinks you talk to consumers you put a deal out there on a cocktail menu and help out the help the bar market your individual spirits that's how it was in the old days uh, since covid everything's flipped readjusted turned upside down like so many other industries and so many things that have uh, affected our entire lives um, and so we get into the on premise on premise stands for the bars the restaurants in this industry now we're focusing our attention to online, as we mentioned, Instagram uh, stories, in- Instagram live um, posts, uh, Facebook live, anything you can get that face-to-face interaction back a little bit as you used to do out in the bars and then also off the on-prem- off-premise, which is retailers doing store tastings. So we've kind of transformed the store tastings and building a brand from both the on and off-premise and turned it and morphed it into the online premise by doing these virtual tastings. And we put ourselves out there by... I would say both of our brands, we technically do it free. We do free online tastings. We're giving away anywhere between, for me personally, four to six ounces of free whiskey um, from various SKUs, which is individual spirits, expressions. Um, you yourself, you know, you could do two to, two to one, one to two ounce bottles as well, giving away those samples, a little uh, merch in there as well. But um, we're doing through these tasting kits. And there's not just these tasting kits magically appear you know out of thin air and all of a sudden they show up at your at your um, doorstep in the mail or however they get there i don't know i don't know it was a lot of all, there's a lot of olive oil inside of those kits i hope for you people um just so you know that. <laughs> um that's kind of our way of shipping things legally um because it's not necessarily legal to sh- transfer things through ups fedex and the u.s postal service but not that we use those no we don't we just hand deliver them all of them city by city <laughs> <laughs> but it's there's a lot of work that goes into these tasting programs. And for me personally, my job has pretty much morphed into that too. Now, I do go out to visit uh, retailers and I go see accounts, top key accounts, and I'm out there doing a little bit of sales uh, still and holding that um, traditional aspect of a brand ambassador position. But it, mostly it's about being online. And I think people, if you listen to this podcast, you probably noticed that like my whole, my whole Instagram feed is now turned in basically to a star Ward feed. Um, my personal page where Keena Lake, we try to keep it pretty, um, objective. So representing our friends, brands and our guests and individuals. But I have been putting a little more content out there with star Ward just because we're doing these virtual tastings to promote what we're doing as a brand, but I always remain transparent. If I don't even work for Star Ward, I would I would probably announce on the Key in the Lake page or the podcast. Probably wouldn't even do it on my personal page. Um, if I ever shifted brands, which is not a plan here in the near future at all, unless my wife makes me move to New York. 
<laughs> I'm, but even still, even still. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, still. still, still, still. But even uh, still, they probably make you director of no, director, North America direct, or something. Director of a Nor- of, of America. Hair flip. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it's always. I mean, we always want to keep transparency about what's happening at the Keen Lake uh, page and the podcast too. But we thought, why not sit down and talk about some of the experiences we've had with these whiskey clubs and these virtual tastings and just other tastings in general. Might even be with a club. We do a lot of retailer tastings yeah. too, and. The problems we see in, I guess, the all the hard work, not just from ourselves, but also from our coworkers, it goes into creating these kits and creating this whole entire experience. And I'm not trying to, we're not trying to play the woe is me card at all because people are doing a lot more intensive jobs and people have a lot worse off than us. We still have our jobs over all of this, which we're very thankful for. But I think it'll be a much more of a cohesive kind of a symbiotic experience for everybody. If the brand ambassador, the representative, whoever it's going to be on that call is happy going into it with your group. I just get a charger. Um, so, you know, I think there's a massive, massive thing here, uh, which is, you know, kind of the crux of the whole argument, which is this idea about time uh, and effort, really. Not just, obviously, from the brand ambassador, but like Jake said before, you know, from behind the scenes where it's, you know, even today we were putting some kits together for the the second blind tasting of Keena Lake. And these kits, you know, it's a cardboard box that you get. It comes flat, flat. You have to, you know, assemble it. Then you've got six different samples, all that are between uh, one and two ounces that you have to pour. You have to obviously piece all the bottles together you have to line the samples up you have to wrap them then you have to add all the swag fill the boxes <laughs> with the the sponge or the uh, the filler so that the the glass uh, doesn't smash when it's um being when the consumer comes to pick it up at whatever retail store that we're using um but or if it's hand delivered or if it's hand delivered right uh you know and there's a and there's a, you're doing upwards of 200 300 kits of these monthly and that's yeah. that maybe even more you know in my case like i said if if every tasting has a an average of 15 people on it i did 100 between october and, and january uh, we're talking about 1500 kits right right so that's over uh it's over 300 a month you know it's just under 400 a month and so it's a lot of kits right it's a, lot of, a you, lot of time a lot of effort your company has the benefit uh of helping as a team behind it kind of helping out massive these, team behind right, it and right. even they, even they are like well you know we've got three brand ambassadors we're talking about 300 right, right, tastings. Right. It's 4,500 kits. It's a lot of kits, man. Yeah, yeah where um, a lot of smaller brands, which are heavily depending on these virtual t- tastings more than the bigger brands, excuse me, they uh, it's brand ambassadors themselves doing it. So if I go book a tasting with a group and there's 30 people in the tasting, I'm making all 30 kits. So <laughs> you're in. there has to be a lot of patience with that from both the group and the ambassador too because – Everyone is doing this, so supplies are limited. So everyone's everyone's on glass bottle outlet. Everyone's on Amazon buying one to two ounce bottles. It's buying these boxes as well. We're all buying the same thing and making these kits individually um, for our individual brands, which is funny because sometimes you'll order them on Amazon, two-day shipping, good. Got 200 bottles right it lands, here. baby, yeah. let's go. And it's like uh, your arrival date will be March 20th, and it's March 3rd when you're ordering. March 20th, 2023. <laughs> yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's interesting. And then I, I guess the biggest thing that we hear – from groups is, you know, where's the tracking number for this? Or when are they going to come to the retail store? When are they going to be available uh, for us to pick up? I feel like a lot of times I send it to a, like one group lead um, in the city and then he... They, they, dis- they yeah, distribute they it. Dispersed it that way. People come to their house and pick it up. And that's very helpful. And that's very kind and very gracious. But I think also appropriate because it's free whiskey <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think this is the crux, right? When we right. talk about etiquette, um, you know, if someone's... If, if you... And this happens a lot, and and it's actually happened to me recently that uh, the owner or the 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 host or the organizer of an event organizer is great word will yeah. re- will reach out to me and say, listen, uh, we know that you cap the tastings at twenty or twenty five or thirty or whatever it is that day or however many kit what's up whatever our availability <laughs> is. They say, is there any chance that we could squeeze on another ten? Yeah, and you say you know what, this is cool, like we're friends or, or you know, we've got a great relationship. Right. I will I will add on 10. You know, I will add on 10. So you get to 40 or you get to 30, whatever it might be. Now, if you then get to that day and there's been all this stuff going on behind the scenes, 
you know, the brand ambassador's usually on about 25, 30 minutes early. You test everything. You know, you make sure that you've got all your whiskeys. And, yep. and this, you know, in some cases for me, this is the third or the fourth of the day. So I'm, I'm feeling a little bit tired, especially if it's a <laughs> Thursday or a Friday. Which is crazy. I don't think most companies are doing three to four a day. Ma- yeah, yeah, probably not. And this was especially in December, November, December right, time. Right, right, right. Um, but when you turn up to that tasting and you've sent out 40 kits <laughs> of all this, you know, free whiskey, free product... Um, or sample sample product at least and 22 people turn up mm. and you realize that there's 18 people that have signed up that you know they beg for that extra 10 that you know have either just taken their kit and 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 mm. drank it and just totally disregarded the whole idea that you know we've put all this effort in and whatnot or uh, even worse is that they just didn't want to they signed up for it and it's they it's wanted so, the free whiskey yeah they just yeah, and I'm going to have empathy towards both sides of this because I come from both sides of this. I've been the person that's bought into tastings, and then I also do it for my career now and distributing them and put, know, organizing them and putting them together to you know have that great experience. So um, I think one thing to take away is things come up for people and they, they just can't make it. And that's I totally understand that. Um, that's one reason why people don't show up to tasting. There's also the fact that supplies are limited. We're rushing to get these things out. Um we are going through a pandemic and we've had bad weather this winter. Holidays is terrible for shipping things on time and arriving on time. And yeah, the pan, like you said, right. the pandemic, pandemic is, is huge, Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's turned, you know, sending a package to Wisconsin that takes a day into two days, three days sometimes mm-hmm. um, as, as an example. So people might not receive the kits. And so that's the reason they might not show up either. But on the flip side of that situation, instead of, complaining about it to us and asking why didn't i get it why didn't i get it in time think about the situation think about the world that we're currently yeah. evolving evolving through and trying to figure out our way through really to be completely just out there with it yeah um, because in, in the ideal world this isn't something that we're doing right like right. we would be doing you know right. the old version where we we'd meet people in person and it's only people that really kind of want to taste the stuff and they turn up and they're like hey like this is great or whatever mm-hmm. it might be um, they'd be coming to a whiskey fest. They would drive two hours to come hang out with you at a whiskey fest and have pours and stay in a hotel room and make it a weekend. If that was, the, if they lived far away from the fest or, you know, something they had in their calendar for a long time, they're like, all right, well, here's my night where I'm having a $50 Uber from the suburbs to come into the city each way, um, and have a great time and drink all I want and try all I want and have all the conversations I can possibly have. Yeah. And you know, and from our end, obviously, you know, it's difficult. Like, I, I know that everybody listening has probably been on up team Zoom calls <laughs> since the beginning of this thing. Yeah. Now, hosting these guys, like, when you're on your second or third, even of the week, right. like, yeah, it's yeah. tough. Because Especially if you're doing it like 8 o'clock at night, you, you worked you, a full day. Yeah, you just, you feel exhausted and yeah. you know that you've got to bring the energy and... You know there are obviously there are obviously new ways and new new bits of software like on OBS, which is online broadcasting software, which is a great piece of software now, and um, that people are using more and more of. Um, but the uh, you know the the actual effort of you know going through and pointing people out and asking people to speak to you, it, it's tough. It does get tough. So. Um, like you said before, you know, we don't don't want to complain too no, much. No, I think it's just, it's just, it's we're just, just about trying to think about both sides right. as all, you know. Yeah, and I think it get back to when uh, a point you made where, hey, you have 30 people, can we add 10 more on last minute? Yeah. You have to understand, if we say yes, which we're probably going to say yes because we want to reach as many p- people as possible. We want people to have a great experience. And this it's whole a benefit. Thing, yeah, it's a, it's a great benefit. And at the end of the day, our whole objective is to expand our brands. And with that... Um, and the consequence of doing these, and I wouldn't say consequence, but just the, um, the outpouring of doing these, sometimes the outcome is that you build new friends, you build new brand allegiance as well, which we're all looking to do. And that's kind of a, it's, I don't want to say it's a byproduct because you know, our job is to sell whiskey at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we want to do it with the right people. We want to do it with like good people. Yeah, that many do, brand ambassadors right, basically. Right, right, right. Exactly. Kind of build them throughout there. So if you ask, you know, add on a few more, understand that those might not get there. Those packages might not arrive on time. They might not have their sample kit and might not be able to have that experience of tasting with it, but you can still log on. You still have that Zoom code to, to enter into and hang out. And if it will eventually and even if you come, turn up, and this yeah. is part of the etiquette, even if you even if your if your kit doesn't turn up, yeah, just message someone or, right. or or even turn up on the Zoom call and be like, hey, my kit didn't turn up. At, like, can we book another time? Or 
like you know can you guys record this and send me the recording yeah yeah definitely even that is much better than like i wouldn't say ask for another time because that yeah that's not way too much for one person that's way too much yeah yeah now if like say say there's eight kits don't turn up or something eight out of like 20 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay then understandable so absolutely if a majority of the kits just didn't show up for some reason but which um, i've actually had yeah in california we did uh we had 20 people and eight of the kits showed up right there was 12 that didn't show up and it was because I don't know what's going on with California right now, but yeah, like, I mean, our kits for uh, the last to get, tasting trying to get stuff out there is impossible, not impossible. It took, us, so, it took us a week for those kits to get out there. Yeah, so yeah. it's like God, you know, it's been a bit of a nightmare. I mean, we actually had a similar right uh, last last yeah. week, you know. Yeah. So, we, um, oh, actually, the overnight shipping worked pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it bet it was cost it cost like a hundred bucks. Um, not that we did that, of course, we never we would. drove it out there ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you know, I. And I think that's part of the etiquette, right? Is this communication aspect. Right. Like someone's right. putting in this effort, especially now I get it. If you're a, com- a consumer and you don't really spend a lot of time with whiskey and, and you, someone signs you up for this and mm-hmm. it comes to your house and you're like, oh, I'm not really care. But for me, it's, it's, a, it's annoying when like I speak to a friend that runs a big whiskey society yeah. and these are 40 people that are all supposed to be whiskey lovers mm-hmm. and they've all done these tastings before. And they just don't show up, and that it just it's just annoying. And I I don't really know any way to fix it, but no, it is. It's it's just if you want to do it, and if you're gonna get people involved, like right now, I kind of um on the if you backtrack a little bit on that situation, I was I'm right now planning an event, or I have been planning with an event almost for two months with this group out on the west coast, and it's a it's a kind of a smaller a splinter group from a very much larger group that's all in the same area from this national group and i just haven't heard back from them in like three weeks now yeah and you know, i've kept the communication going they've been really great initially i knew it was going to be a small tasting but i've already put some money behind it to kind of get it rolling if you yeah. will and then it sucks that way but um and this is the thing when back in the day when you turned up in person yeah there was always someone willing to drink some whiskey you know that and there's no doubt da- and there and if you know you're doing a whiskey fest and a hundred people buy tickets and 75 show up, you still have the money. There's no down payment for these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, exactly, exactly. so you're kind of like, okay, I'd spend all this time and then people aren't showing up. And so for people that are running groups and running programs um, to help us out doing these virtual tastings, because you are helping us out at the end of the day, very much. So um, just know, like if you're going to build a 30 person tasting, Make sure they're reliable people that will be on there. And like we said, if we if if twenty five out of thirty show up, that's fine. That's totally fine. And there's the other thing as well here that you know I think so many of us like encounter. And this isn't just on whiskey tasting calls, but any kind of Zoom call. Mm. You know, it's so difficult as the host or someone that's presenting to speak if you have in your ear someone else speaking or there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that we were finding a lot more as well. And I don't know if it's because people have a few whiskeys in them <laughs> and then all of a sudden you, like people are talking over each other. But I feel like the general rule of thumb in Zoom is that if you're not chatting, you're probably on mute. Right. 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 And that's a great point. I just want to do one more thing about communication um, because I have, a, I have a positive story before we get into how did we dive into the actual tasting etiquette once you're in the tasting. Yeah. As we've gone from, I think we've talked enough about the pre-tasting but just one thing uh, i have a local group here in chicago um there's most groups i would say most whiskey groups have their own zoom platform now their own zoom room um they want they kind of we get them the whiskey and set up a time and date and they kind of handle it from there um most time that's been my experience so far and i assume that from a local group it wasn't and they kept messaging me asking and it was through facebook which i don't use that much either uh there's no uh in the kit like, there's no zoom time or no link in the kit and i'm like well yeah i'm not gonna print off a card for every zoom tasting it cost me a million dollars but in printing but and i was like and then but he's like i just i messaged the or actually the founder messaged me he's like hey are there's some zoom there's some kits that don't have zoom links in them i'm like oh they actually all don't have zoom links in them. i assumed that you were uh doing the zoom yourself i'm sorry about that i'll build the room right now send it over to you he's like, great i'll blast it out to everybody who's bought a kit sorted sorted yeah and actually that's probably easier anyway because if you send them the card they actually have to physically input right. th- in in the code and we all know how long those like... goddamn zoom codes are so. yeah yeah they're humongous <laughs> right, so right. um yeah but let's go into now once we're in the tasting how to act as people and i think one of the greatest pieces of advice we've actually talked about it on the podcast a couple of times and mentioned it and here's our um per show mentioned by contract 
or obligated to, it's a pin hook, <laughs> um, is where I'm getting to. Sean Joseph, I was in actually a tasting with him that him and Chris Blantner put out uh, about, I think it was early December or so. Um, they organized a pin hook tasting for Chicago people. And um, Sean, in the, in the meeting, he said something that we've reiterated a couple times, which was, I could walk into a distillery right now and I can stare at all the shiny machines and I can smell everything that's going on. I can taste the whiskey and appreciate it, but I can never go up to those machines and learn and run them properly. And he said, I'm pretty sure everybody else in this room can't do it either. And I thought it was such a great way to kind of bring everybody down with their knowledge. You might think you know a lot about whiskey. You might have, have read a lot of books. You might have tasted a lot of things. You might have talked to distillers or talked to brand ambassadors, but there is no substitute for being an ambassador unless, or being a distiller unless you actually go work in distillery hands-on. Yeah, I and mean, it, it th- that that's something as well that I mm-hmm. think even post-COVID, that's going to have to, I'm going to keep using that quote right, because right. it's just, it's so true. You know, um, it, it's about it's about having a little bit of humility. You might have been able to mm-hmm. read and write every whiskey book on the planet, but unless you've actually student, and especially all of these systems change from one facility <laughs> to another. Gosh, yeah. So like, you're not going to, even if you've worked in one, and in fact, if you've worked in one, you're going to be a lot more humble than someone that has We changed ours over the summer. Our yeah. c- complete distillery renovation. Yeah. So it, it, it just, you know. It, that- it, it tempers the arrogance of every individual, which we I bring to the table as well. I'm, I'm, I'm at fault of it with many things outside of whiskey. So, um, but I think it goes into um, being on mute as a, as a, as a consumer, as a viewer, and waiting until it's your time to be spoken to and there's no reason as a participant or, or, or at least or at least signaling that you want to speak right you know right, right, or, right. or even if you just even if you unmute and you say hi i have a question that's fine because we love that yeah, we know? love that open platform yeah. and we want to have that open platform the, the only problem with doing it is sometimes it becomes overwhelming and you have to reel back every, everybody back in and that takes a minute or two and it's not ideal but Sometimes I'll put up with it because the people are, they all know each other. So they're generous with their time. That you helps know, out a lot. Yeah. That, that's the other thing as well is that, you know, sometimes you just get groups that are extremely excited. Yeah. You know, I had one last week with Chicago Booth and I'm sure they won't mind me mentioning them, but there was 26 of them uh, on on the on the call. They all graduated class together, law school oh, 20 cool. years ago. Oh, cool. Um, and they get together. Before COVID, they used to get together once every year or once every six months or whatever. Right. And this was the first time they'd gotten together in like eight months, nine months. The last time they'd done a Zoom was back in May or something. <laughs> and so I had to understand as a host, and this is something that both of us, I'm sure, will have to like have to learn to do better. Um, but that was probably the first time that I just kind of let things go a little bit. Yeah. I was just like, do you know what? These guys don't really, I mean, they want to know, they want to know a little bit about the whiskey. But this isn't going to be a 45 minute, like, this is the strain of barley that we use. This is the species of wood. This was just going to be like, okay, this is the 12. It tastes like this is the 16 and so on. Right. And just let them rock and roll, you know, which is, which is part of the beauty of it. Right. You right. know, it's kind of reading the room, um, which I think makes it hard enough as it is. Cause zoom <laughs> reading the zoom room is or reading the zoom is much different from reading the room. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that goes, I mean, you Wilson, and I were just discussing earlier how, um, he thought one of our participants in our last tasting didn't have a good time. And we were like, Oh, I think they had a great time. Yeah, and then just, I knew personally they did because they messaged me that they said they had a great time. I don't think people go out of their way to say like, I had a great time. Like, right. Three sentences. It sucked. Yeah. Right. Three sentences about how much fun they had. Yeah. So it's just funny. You just don't, you just don't know. And I, I did actually read a, a little uh, article about that on LinkedIn mm. talking about how these meetings are so much more exhausting than a usual meeting yeah. because you can't read body language the same way. Right. And you have to concentrate a lot more. And the other thing as well is having your own camera up is distracting to your mind, to yeah. your brain, because you keep looking at yourself <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's like that's me like i've yeah, gained five pounds <laughs> is that what i really look like i'm hideous uh, i thought i looked a mu- i thought i looked a lot more attractive but we won't get into that i saw a picture for me from my high school days uh, my ill my senior picture of our whole class the other day somehow i found it on my phone i was like jesus i was huge <laughs> <laughs> i could have killed somebody but that hands. was back in your football days oh yeah not fat just like no that neck guy. my hey. shoulders are so freak i was standing next to one of our offensive linemen who weighed Probably thirty to forty pounds of me, but I was bigger than him. You know, like just because yeah, looked bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny perceptions. <laughs> Getting back to the whiskey. Yeah, but no, you know, I think yeah, reading the Zoom room is 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 key, and you can definitely tell when you jump on these tastings and someone hasn't maybe 
um, mm. done it before or hasn't got as much experience. I mean, we've all been in that. We've all been in that situation where you're like, hi, um, whoever it might be, Pete, you've got to unmute yourself. Like, I feel like that happens once every Zoom. That, that's probably fine. That, that's that, fine. That's better that's than the, totally person that, yeah, the person that leaves their Zoom, their uh, mute off. And, and you hear them talking about dinner in the background. Yeah. And you have and that's, to. Honestly, that's even fine too. I think more my, um, my problems come when someone, it, the presenter is talking. I don't think that has personally happened to me. I think I've just seen it in other ones or been with my boss and we're tasting through stuff and, they're interrupted by somebody basically trying to up show them upstage yeah. them in their yeah. knowledge of whiskey, which they might know more about whiskey than the individual talking. There's plenty of times. I'm sure I've been in tastings where 15 out of the 30 people in there know more about whiskey than I do. Um, there's one group I do multiple tastings with that they've all been drinking together for 15, 20 years and they are experienced whiskey drinkers to the yeah, T. Yeah. They've, they've, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They've hung out at the Duke of Perth a hell of a lot longer than I've hung out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like at the first day of Delilah's opening, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 definitely. So um, I I will definitely acknowledge that and tip my hat to them, but just let the, let the presenter speak and then you can ask it as a question. Instead of, answer, instead of talking down to the individual or to yeah. the presenter, phrase it in a question or phrase it in uh, a humble a humble response. You don't have to outshine anybody. You know, especially if we're like an influencer one, which I'm really talking about here. Influencers, my favorite people. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's in, uh, you know, majority of people, it's like majority of society. Everybody, majority of people are great, but there's one or two people that will want to be heard and want to be seen and want to be known Yeah, of the group in the, the, the scary, that's a scary thing, but the, the fragile uh, aspect of allowing that to happen is once one person does it, it's everyone over. thinks they have a license to do it. Yeah, it's over. It's all about one-upping each other. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is... Have you experienced that? Yeah, I, I, especially recently on the Zoom calls, right? Um, I think one of the things that always comes back to me is this idea that the more you know or the more you learn, the the more you realize you know nothing or the less oh, you God. the less you the more you the more that you start to learn yeah the less you you know you know because you you start to and that's definitely happening with me now in whiskey you know when oh, i yeah. first when i first started this job i was like yeah, yeah I, I know a little bit i know a fair bit about whiskey and now i'm like wow i have not even scratched the surface like there's just so many different aspects to the yeah. game and I think that I think we see that all the time in these tastings. People that are maybe new, or they've read a few books, or they know a couple of stories, and th that's what they want to get out there. Yeah, and um, that's personally happened to me literally last night in the tasting. My uh, one of our um, uh, basically distillery ops, um, she was doing a leading a tasting for um, International Women's Day with a bunch of other distilleries and women representatives, and it's mostly a kind of a media Zoom thing. And she was talking about our wood policy over at Star Ward. And there was a couple of things I had no idea about. And I was unfortunately didn't get a meter when I was over there. She was having to be on vacation the week I was there. And uh, Typical. Even, yeah, in my boss was like, you didn't meet Carly? I'm like, no. I'm like, he's like, how? I'm like, how? I'm like, I think she was on vacation that week, actually. And he's like, oh, my gosh, she's the best person to talk to in the distillery because she's a winemaker and we age everything in wine barrels. So she knows so much about wine. And then she's which has such an influence. Oh, yeah, such an influence. And she works at the back end of our distillery. So she's more about the implementation of what staves we're going to use, what barrels nice. we're going to pick out, um, what juice we're going to put in, what size barrels, and everything that goes along into our whole wood policy. And she was talking about one one thing I didn't know was that we lost, we can lose up to 15%, 16% of evaporation in a single year from our 30 gallon cast. And I had no idea. And then she went into the in depth reasons of why placement next to the stills, moving the barrel around, contact with the wood. And then it goes into our whole elemental maturation thing, too. And I was totally flabbergasted. I didn't know. I've been working for this brand now for two years and didn't know that these little details could exist. And I didn't know uh, the way she described it was such a more in depth than I had ever heard or that, or that I could ever describe too. And yeah. it's, it's just about, you know, humbling yourself and listening to people. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing with these Zoom calls. You know, obviously when we talk about Zoom etiquette on a whiskey tasting, it's not really aimed at the consumer that doesn't drink whiskey every day. You right. know, there are parts of it like the mutant and, and things like that. But I suppose this is really aimed at people that, that are like us, that are real whiskey aficionados, people that, that they want to learn about it. Mm -hmm. It's about kind of letting the presenter speak, you know. And if and sometimes, sometimes occasionally I'll get like a, 
a question privately on my Zoom. Oh, yeah. You know, you get in the chat yeah, and the they're chat. like, hey, Callum, can you talk to X, Y, and Z? Or like, I thought it was like this. And that's the best way to, you know, to query something. Yeah. Um, because often often we know the information, but there's just not enough time sometimes in a 45-minute tasting to get through it all. You know, no. about, about life and whiskey and scotch or Australian whiskey or whatever it is. And we don't want to have a one, one-way conversation in no. these things. What, what I... What I love about the the platform, or the um, not the platform, but I guess more of the arena of which we developed our Zoom tasting with our two year anniversary was, we let everybody speak for a half an hour when we first started. Maybe a little too long because <laughs> a little Zoom fatigue there, and the tasting went for about an hour and thirty five minutes. But at the same time, everyone got to participate. And if they didn't, and then so once we started the tasting aspect of it, if they didn't want to share their notes or anything. They didn't have to, but at least they had that one opportunity. People had that courage, yeah, yeah that yeah. you get. And also, they had a few whiskeys. They had yeah, three whiskeys yeah. by that stage. Six whiskeys so. in, in an evening, so. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, three whiskeys at halftime, and you're I, thinking, I love okay. the pictures of, like, the empty balls at the end of the night. People were sending us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, you got, uh, got into it. I'll appreciate that. But And I think that's the biggest thing to take away, too, is we uh, we want to have an open platform, a la- open arena for people and to that's have the a discussion. Most fun. It that's is way oh. by far the most fun when people are just shooting questions yeah. at you, their own personal anecdotes, and then they pass it back to you, and you can elaborate. Yeah. And then there's another question, and then they tell you their experience, and then their their question, and then you can once again elaborate, like talk a little bit about yeah. it, bring it back to the distillery, and then whenever you need to, you can just say, right, let's move on to our third or our fourth or our fifth or. Mm-hmm. 700 whiskey of the night and i think it also falls a little bit of the responsibility on the club organizer or the group organizer whoever it might be especially if you're a whiskey club or a retailer somebody with within the industry yeah now, like when you're doing corporate events it's kind of more on us to to showcase ourselves i guess or yeah be, corporate be the, be the corporate's different and yeah. i think that's what i was saying you know before i think we really need, this is obviously quite aimed at that whiskey group right uh, person and, and with that it's um once you get on a zoom call Invite everybody in. Um, if everybody doesn't know each other for some circumstance, I, I, I don't mind a little icebreaker. Like, icebreaker. D- just, just say like, hey, who you are, what your Instagram handle might be, or like the last whiskey you bought. Um, say like, hey, what's your name? Uh, Jake Cookie. Last bottle I bought was Jim Beam Black. Yeah. Like just something quick like that so everybody is not going in cold talking in, talking in front of the computer. Yeah, because that can be yeah. that can be nerve-wracking, right. especially if you're not used to and it, right? Then, and then when, in, introduce your guest. So if I'm your guest or Callum's your guest, say we have... Callum O'Donnell from Abelauer, uh, who is the Chicago brand ambassador, and give a little spiel, a little intro to what we're going to be, who's going to be talking, what we're going to be talking about for the evening. Because honestly, for me, people might have zero idea what Star Wars is. They just signed up with it through their group. They have no idea it's Australian. They have no idea it's single malt. Um, they might not even know if yours, if it's, if everything, I don't know. They might not know any, maybe nothing about Abelard. They might not know that Abelard makes anything older than 12 years, whatever yeah. it could be. They might have no information into it too. So start it off with people about like introducing the, the, the guest or the, who's going to be essentially the pseudo host for the evening. So it's a natural flow into it because I've had one where I was sitting in the zoom call. Um, there was probably 20 people in there. Half people didn't show up either. Uh, or something like that. A high percentage of people didn't show up, so it's already a little bummed. And uh, we were sitting there. A lot of people have bad internet connection too. It just happened. Oh, to that's mo- yeah. I, it's a lot I mean, that's nothing you can no, really no, do. No, no. But it was but just it was just God. odd, like how many people have bad internet connection, and the host didn't have great internet connection either. And we we're sitting there, and it was like you know five minutes after start time, and I thought I heard my name, but I didn't really couldn't tell. And everyone was literally sitting silent for a minute to two minutes, and they're just like, "Oh, Jake." Go ahead and start, and I'm like, what? what? Like, <laughs> like, uh, uh, all right, hey guys, thanks for the intro. Yeah, it's like, um, hey, I'm Jake Cookie. I'm here with Star Wars. That's Whiskey. definitely the most recent intro I've had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, and it, it's just a bummer. Like, make it exciting for the people, and so many of these people do are, are doing it now. And I know people are getting better at it too. And we're here to help. That's what we're trying to do with this podcast is just help the experience overall. So make sure, like, when you're going in, be lively be inviting for everybody not just for your host but for your consumers too the people that are watching and like you know if you're going to put your camera on and stuff you know be don't don't like no one's no one's going to be looking at you don't feel self-conscious like everybody's too busy looking at themselves true everybody's still like wow that's how i really look like (laughs) you know um if you can find some good lighting yeah i mean no one's not everybody's as lucky as we are at the keen lake international studios we've got the microphones which obviously improves sound massively yeah um wear headphones well, to events yeah with uh, a speaker on it yeah yeah and um 
obviously Friday we had the camera as well. So we, uh, and the couch and everything. So it looked the great. The casting couch. The casting couch. But, uh, so it looked great. But, you know, don't worry. Like if you're, if you're sitting in the dark there, don't worry about it. Just turn a wee lamp on mm-hmm. uh, and don't, don't think, overthink about the way you look and stuff. Just sit down, enjoy yourself. Make sure when you ro- rock up, you're muted. Yep. And the rest is basically history. Like, yeah. you're going to have a great time. And use the chat. The chat's there for a reason. It's, yeah. it's a great way. And it also, as the person who's the organizer of the event, um, you should be, I think they should be responsible for the chat. Yeah, and moderating. Moderating and asking, like, so once Calum's kind of finding a place place as, uh, as a pause, like, oh, Calum, we had this question. And yeah. that way, it's not just one person talking, at least throughout the entire conversation, even if the rest of the group doesn't want to open up, there's at least two people having a back and forth. I think as well, you know, we do this on a lot of our yeah. uh, calls with the other BAs. Um, it's so easy to be boring on these calls. God. Like, you know, like I find it myself, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I've been talking for five minutes. My voice has probably been like this the whole time. Yeah. But rather, you know, people watching their computer screen, they need, they need stuff happening. Yeah. They need a buzz. They yeah. need something going on. So it's actually easier if you're the organizer to jump in every now and then and, yeah. and say things and say, oh, listen, we've got people that love Aberlour or we've got people that have never tried it. It's great. And yeah. Hear these people. What do you guys think of this? And, you know, just bringing people into the conversation because at the end of the day, this Zoom, these Zoom calls with whiskey, they're for they're they're so that we can interact with each other, again. right? Yeah, and yeah. so that's what we got to do to keep it to keep spot. it spicy, you know. Absolutely, that's a great question. That's a great um, point. And then also, it's really good. You as the organizer, you can you can make your Zoom experience into whatever you want to. I have one club that they may basically turn it into an interview with me. And then through that, I do a guided tasting and like answer the questions. And it, it like a late fla- night with Jake Hockey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's what we're trying to develop our pod, our virtual tastings with as a podcast, more of a conversation. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's great points to put out. And then just to kind of close up here because doesn't need to be an hour conversation. Um, the after uh, uh, once the, you know the the whiskeys are gone, the conversation has ended, and the Zoom has been turned off. <laughs> um, it needs this. This next thing can happen prior to the tasting or after the tasting, but we love to see your response on social media. Like tag us, post pictures of the kits you get, the bottles that you get. Um, talk about what your favorite t- favorite one was and why it was your favorite. That response is something that we're looking for to continue the conversation after we leave. Because you know, if we were sitting in a bar and had that conversation with uh, some strangers at the bar, or we were talking to the bartenders, we're going to come back again. We're, gonna, we're not just going to end it there that one time. And I think that's what some of these groups are really figuring out is that social media can turn you into uh, uh, our reach as a brand and brand ambassadors can only further your 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 club your club and kind of the appreciation for your club yeah. it's like hey we're putting we're we're having world whiskey on we're having a scotch on we're having a distillery that's 150 years old on yeah. to t- hang out with us and talk with us like that's pretty cool like you want to be a part of this yeah i i totally agree and the big one that you said there is the bottles right because one of the hardest things with these virtual tastings is knowing where mm-hmm. the roi is like oh yeah you know you when Obviously, we know that this works because everybody's, you know, everybody's having a great time and everybody's <laughs> buying the bottles and stuff. But how much it's working, we don't really know. Yeah. So, like that social media impact, you know, if everybody, if everybody, every single one of these tastings posted a bottle that they bought, yeah, a full that, bottle. Post post the mini bottles too, for sure. But um, but like an actual purchased bottle, yeah. then you know, it's so so easy for us to be like, well, look, you know, I. I know that this is working because we've had 300 tags in the last six months of people buying multiple bottles, Yeah, you know? Um, and that's that's something as well that from our side, I think that especially as at Aberlour, we're, we're trying to work on, we're trying to look at a way of surveying or like getting feedback or criticisms or like even comments just yeah. from, from people that have attended just so that we've got a little bit more of an idea of how we can optimize the the whole experience, you know. Cool. I, and I'm we're not trying to come off critical here, too critical, because we have things to work on. I've rewatched my zooms to like see how I can make my background better, how I can speak better, how I can be more projective with my voice and seem a little more lively. Because I know there's probably been one or two I've gone into and just tired out. Not that I want to be there, just just like it's a I long had, day. Yeah, it's a long day. Sometimes I don't start. I did one at like nine o'clock at night one time on a Saturday after yeah. I did one already. Yeah, and I'm like. Oh man! So when I was on suspension Ooh. in the DR, Ooh. Uh, it's four hours ahead of California time. Okay. So it's it's EST plus one, so one hour ahead of New York. Yeah. And obviously, because we're virtual, I was doing a bunch of tastings in California, 
And so there were days that they were like, oh yeah, like we'll have a California. We'll have a tasting at 7 p.m. PST, which is 11 o'clock in the DR. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. No, like, we won't is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is very late. And I'm, you know, and obviously, if it, especially if it's on a Friday night, I've already been out and had a couple of drinks. So right. I'm like, let's play. Good point. <laughs> no, that's fun. That's a good point. And disrespectful of people's time too. That's a good thing to have. But, uh, but no, I think those are the keys, right? right. Communication. Yeah. Whether you, you can make it, you can't make it, uh, you know, what's up. Once we give you an inch, don't take a mile from us. Yeah, exactly. You know, communication and respect that there's two sides to this coin. You know, yeah. you guys are getting the, your guys are getting these samples. Where do they come from? Who makes them? Who puts them together? You know, who's putting on all the effort? Because probably several hours to get that thing to you yeah, before you have, it gets to think you. Think about it, you have appreciation for a distillery of distillers and everybody goes into making that bottle appear on that shelf in the retail side of it or at your bar. Think of it the exact same way when you're getting these sample kits. Yeah, there's a there's a journey for it to get to you. Um, and then obviously getting into the Zoom, feel free to ask as many questions as you like, but just you know, treat it like a normal conversation. You wouldn't cut over someone in real life. So And don't speak over the people with you. That happens a lot with me. I didn't get into that real quick, but just a side note. When someone's talking, don't start just talking over somebody else. Uh, it's a part of that's on the call. Yeah, and that, and those are just general manners, right? And I think one of the things is like we say, reading the Zoom, you know, reading the Zoom, uh, which I suppose is, is my new catchphrase now. Yep. Um, and then finally, guys, probably maybe even the most important one. Yeah. Is once you've had a great time, once you've enjoyed these amazing whiskeys, reach out to us and say, guys, this is this is the stuff of dreams, or I didn't like it, or maybe maybe you've got yeah. some comments or feedback. Please, be like, listen, Cal, you were a bit flat, or like I've done some tastes before. Maybe you could try X, Y, and Z. That'd be you a know? better way to phrase it. And I and um and I and I would be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll either and you know if if I if I think it's good advice, then I'll go for it. If I think it's to be ignored, then you know that's up to me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, we'll wrap up there. Uh, Callum is at Abelauer Chicago on Instagram and part of Abelauer Distillery. You can find him there. You can ask any questions. Reach out to him about Zoom tastings. <laughs> if you'd like to book one, yeah, please, go, please go do that and support the brand too with the many fabulous whiskeys they have out there. For Key in the Lake, we are, we are doing a bunch of tastings coming up here. We have one on Wednesday the 24th which is going to be a rye night featuring a few brands. We haven't officially announced it yet, but it's going to be out there. It'll be $25 a person and it will be half that will be going to the support staff charity here in Chicago to support um, bartenders and restaurant workers that were out of work and for mental health awareness. So all some great things there. And it'll be getting six samples out of that and a pretty cool conversation with three people from some really great distilleries too. And we'll also be doing a another key. We're doing another Keen Lake giveaway. Uh, this will be available to sign up for right now. As you're listening to this, you can go to our Instagram page and tag people on our last three to four post about our giveaway and have a chance to uh, try our whiskeys: Starward, um, Union Horse Distilling Co., and Abelauer, which are the three brands we represent here at Keen the Lake. And we're trying to put another one together. We're doing these tastings to be a part of bringing back or reviving Whiskey Week in Chicago, which would have been the last week of March and Whiskey Day, which will be on March 27th that Saturday yeah. we just wanted to kind of uh, keep it alive in some spirits with a lot of podcast and some tastings and some other videos that will be out there at that time but until then please uh, you know basically support us by listening and by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review from whatever platform you listen to and check out keyinthelake.com too and I'm Jake Hookie from Star Ward Whiskey please look us up there if you want to try some of the tasty single malts other than that have a great day and cheers guys ciao